0: Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for some more fun Disney talk. It's Mike and Scott on today's show, and we try something totally new. We've never done this on the podcast, but I think it came out all right. We call this show the Wheel of Disney Topics, and we found a website that's just basically a wheel of topics that teachers use, I think, to... Uh, you know, have their students talk about uh, public speaking, you know, get practice with that or, you know, writing prompts and stuff like that. But we added at Walt Disney World to the end of the prompts and we have fun discussions right on the spot, you know, talking about our favorite holidays at Walt Disney World, our favorite memories from Walt Disney World our favorite things that have had, uh, you know, good vibes that have happened to us from other guests at Walt Disney World, other things we've done for other guests to make their day better. We have just fun, random topics coming from this wheel of topics on today's show. So we gave it a shot. Please let me know on the social media what you think about today's show at Be Our Guest Mike. As always, don't forget our podcasts are brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip for no cost to you. And they're going to get you the best deal possible each and every time. It's a win-win. Just swing by the website today, fill out that free no-obligation quote form, and we'll take it from there. Check them out. The Magic for Less. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do. It's brguestpodcast.com/slash/amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Br Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you coming over. patreoncom slash podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Br Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2237 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you and welcome to the first hour of the Super Bowl pregame show. That's right. It starts right now on a Thursday night or Friday morning, getting you ready for every single angle of the big game happening Sunday night. Just kidding. No, we're not doing that. We are talking Disney and we're going to have a good time with a brand new concept on the show. Plus, One more listener question that somehow slipped between the cracks on Wednesday's show, and it's timely, especially for LSU fans. So joining me today, we're going to have a good time. My good buddy up in Michigan, Scotty G. Scott, happy Friday, 48 hours to the big game. Who you got?
1: 48 hours to the big game. And you know what? My team has never been remotely close to the big game, but let me tell you, like my so how I see the – and sorry to go all sports here early on, Mike, but how I see the championship Sunday in the NFL is very similar to the Final Four in basketball. Um, you know, like you play the semi-games. That's normally going to be the better day than the actual championship game. And I've seen Michigan State playing a bunch of those. We've won some of those. And I'll tell you, the next day, like, takes forever, right? It's just like a one-day window. Like the the game – the Final Four starts on Saturday. Then the championship is Sunday – Saturday it's Monday, so you have Sunday off. And that is like the longest day Mm. ever, like all the hype, all the anticipation, the Monday night. I can't imagine what it's like if your team is in the Super Bowl and you have to wait two weeks, two weeks. Like it's and in a way, it's kind of like the college football playoff because like you have to wait like a month for that. Like, I mean, that's just like that's just torture in in its own sense. But for the Super Bowl, the two week buildup, everyone's making all these storylines like let's just get the game played and we're almost there, Mike. And I'm taking the Eagles for Moose.
0: There you go. I'm going Chiefs just because they're a Missouri team. And I really don't have a dog in the race, but I'll go Chiefs. But uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like by this point, you know whether you're a football fan or not, you know how many kids the third string wide receiver on the Eagles, the Eagles has. You know, like the ex girlfriend of the guy on the practice squad. You know, the the right tackle for the Chiefs. It's nuts. I mean th- yeah. the cra- I can't imagine like going through this as a player, how many questions you get asked because you probably just want to play football. You know, it's th- yeah. gotta be nuts. Uh, the craziest storyline, because we're recording
1: this a little earlier now, by now though, is gonna be that Tom Brady is Jalen Hurts backup. He came back, <laughs> yeah, he canceled exactly. his retirement again. He's Jalen Hurts backup and he's gonna like break his leg on the sideline so that Brady can come in and be the hero. So <laughs> so Brady is going to come out of
0: retirement that's again right. to play in the Super Bowl. That's the best comment of the year. That's right. He came out of retirement again. It didn't last long again. Okay. So today we're going to hit one more question and it was from Jessica on Wednesday show. Somehow we just missed it in the live chat. We feel terrible because it was a great question. She's heading down to French quarter here very soon. I believe it's over princess, uh, half marathon weekend, which is holy cow. It's like next week at this point. She wanted to know if Princess, if Princess, if French Quarter does anything for Mardi Gras. And we were kind of discussing this off the air as we got ready for this show. And to my knowledge, I think they do. Maybe this is another fever dream that I've had. But I thought they do some kind of like a little, a little parade through French Quarter. But I think it's more like cast members. And I think they pull out a few characters. But it's not a big deal. It's not meant to bring people over to French Quarter, but it's more just like in and out of the streets or right along the Sasagula River of basically employees of French Quarter. And they throw beads out, you know, and kind of just, yeah. you know, play some music and stuff like it. it's not a big deal. But you mentioned how French Quarter seems to and you've also in the past mentioned Saratoga Springs that for some reason, those two resorts really kind of do it up when it comes to celebrating events around the resort.
1: Yeah. French Quarter is so good for that. For, from a run Disney perspective, anytime you get off that bus or go through the main lobby, they're like hooting hollering. They have like this whole table set up. They're throwing you beads. They got Mickey gloves out, photo opportunities. Like it is a riot. And like, that's how it always is every time I'm at French Quarter. Like it just had this like vibe, like the cast, like who's ever like the general manager of like that resort. Like I think does a really good job, like boosting that cast up, doing fun engagement things like with guests um, because they used to have like that run too. That was a blast. Mm-hmm. Remember when the resorts used to have those runs like before COVID? Yeah, those were like, those it, were
0: really hitting their stride right as COVID hit. I really know,
1: good. and I was I was doing all of them. Like yeah. I did the pineapple dash at the at the um Poly. at the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. I did that with Mallory actually, yep. and then we did one at Saratoga. And my favorite one was at um at the at the Port Orleans Resorts because it was like the beignet dash. Mm-hmm. Like you got like a beignet after doing it. It was so awesome. But yeah, I don't think it's anything like un I, I don't think it's anything official. It's like more like an unofficial thing that might just happen while you're at the resort, like no set time or anything. But I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a little celebration happening over at French Quarter.
0: I think we've talked about maybe, and we're just guessing here because we don't know. We're not, we've never been cast members. We don't work down there. But I wonder if every resort is given a certain budget that's kind of like a like a slush fund, you know, to, you know, this is just a little money to to use as you wish to make your resort awesome or to make your resort better. Yeah. And, you know, I think that maybe some resort managers or teams, I'm sure it's like a team, decide to make it more guest facing with events, you know, or like special things, because like you say, you see some of these things at other places more than others. And I just wonder if it's like a philosophical thing for those hotel managers more than like a larger company thing. It is kind of, interesting. Know. I don't know.
1: That, that should, that should be another cast to ask a cast member question. <laughs> like yeah. that should we did with Wade. Like I want to know like, what's the resort budget for fun games like this, but, but yeah, like it could, it could vary on resort, but I just, and maybe I'm just conscious of it, but I always seem to see it when I'm at French quarter and which I think is great. Like I want more of that stuff, but I agree. Yeah. It,
0: yeah. It so makes Jessica though, rough. like, I
1: think you should see some action over there. I'm going to be over at Riverside across the way. So hopefully we'll bump into each other that week.
0: It'd be awesome. Absolutely. And I'll be coming over for some beignets for sure. So watch for me. And you can play, speaking of fun games, you could play a really fun game this coming week. You could play Mardi Gras reveler or LSU fan <laughs> or both. Cause the Venn diagram, there's a lot of, in the center oh, yeah. there, um, right there. Our, to our first trip to wild Disney <laughs> world, I,
1: I didn't, it was March 8th, and it was like Mardi Gras. And I had no idea like that was happening and what the timing was. And I had no idea that, the whole city of New uh, New Orleans comes over to it's the whole, actually state, of the whole, state, the whole state of Louisiana exactly. basically comes over. <laughs> it's and I was Boucher. talking to someone on that trip and he was just saying like, yeah, because everyone like wants to come here on vacation. So all the locals just leave. <laughs> it's basically what the strategy is. And I thought that was interesting. You're like it makes Bo- sense.
0: Bobby Boucher and all of his friends. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so today we are going to play a new game. Speaking of games and We're going to call this the Wheel of Walt Disney World Topics. So, again, having spent a lot of my life in an elementary school classroom and trying to get kids to write and to have, you know, fun conversations in my class for public speaking and all kinds of of topics. I've had to come up with ways to come up with uh, writing prompts and things like that. So I came across this site because my wife is still a teacher and we're going to use the site to play a game today. And we're going to add at Walt Disney World on the end. And we're going to get some topics. It's a random wheel. So if you want to play this with your family, it is super simple. Just Google Wheel of Topics and you'll get this wheel. It looks like Wheel of Fortune. And you can play right along and just throw, you know, you could say at Disneyland, on Disney Cruise Line, what have you. And just play the game and, you know, and you can share some memories. So we're going to spin the wheel for the first time here. And hopefully we won't get the one that says who's your favorite MMA fighter because that is, uh. That's like one that probably wouldn't work well for us, but let's see here. Okay, so here's one that we're gonna go with first. So I'm gonna throw all. Let Scott answer first, and we'll kind of ping pong back and forth. Do you have any family traditions at Walt Disney World? If so, what are they? All right, so let's get to Scott here. So Scott. Family traditions for Walt Disney World. This is going to be tough because it is. You're right on the spot. We don't have a lot of time to think about this. No no time to think to?
1: about it. Um, I'll say a newer family tradition. Let's start with something new and recent because that's easy to remember. Speaking of French Quarter, is getting beignets after a run Disney event. That is like my new tradition. Like you run a Walt Disney World, uh, like a run Disney race. How do you celebrate that race? You go get some beignets, take a photo with your medal, like wrapped around the beignets. That's a, that's a new tradition for us. That's, that's kind of started, but I like a legit tradition. Like, so say it's like a not a run Disney weekend. Like we're actually doing like a, like a week long, like five day vacation or whatnot. The first park we always go to is Epcot. That's um, what we did on our first trip. Um, it was only planned that way. Cause we had a, a dinner reservation at Tuto Italia. So we had to go to Epcot um, and ever since then, that's kind of, that's just been our thing. Like we started our trip at Epcot. Um, I know a lot of people probably start at magic kingdom, but for the gardeners, we just always love to go to Epcot first.
0: So those are good traditions, by the way. Okay. So a couple for us, Mallory for like the last five or six trips, she's always had to get the pop. We talked about this on Wednesday, the refillable popcorn bucket, but it's not the fancy, like, you know, the, the Mickey mouse or the balloon or anything. It is the legit just bucket. It's the you know, less expensive refillable bucket. And you know what? Uh, let me just say this. I think those things are pretty cool too. They have kind of nice art on them. If you look on the outside, it's fancy, obviously as like, you know, the, whatever they, they call that, you know, color the, the, with the balloon, you know, whatever, what's that 50th anniversary, what they call that luminescence or I can't remember Trains, um, the iridescent iridescent. Yeah. You yeah. know, it wasn't like that. It's just a bucket, but the artwork on it was pretty cool, but she would get one at the beginning of the trip and we had always forget to bring it to the park about half the time, you know, and we get into the park wish oh, we would have brought the bucket because we get more, you know, reduced price popcorn, but she, she loves getting the popcorn bucket and it's done that for like the last five years. But I will say one that that's kind of semi related to our Walt Disney world trips is that, and this is so weird. We always get Burger King breakfast at the airport and we never get Burger King breakfast any other any other time. I mean, do you guys have any like traveling like snacks or anything you get like at your airport? And it's kind of a gross Burger King at our airport, too. It's not even like super nice, but we just for some reason we always get like a croissant and some those little round hash brown kind of things.
1: Yeah, I wish I had a tradition. The problem is, Mike, the, we fly so early that most of the places are closed. So I'm always boarding the plane, like, super hungry. But, um, but yeah, because I thought about that, too. Like, is there something, like, that we do pre, before, like, a trip? Um, and not really, though. I mean, like, I can't really think of anything off the top. but I just thought of another one that I kind of gotten away from, which I used to think was, like, kind of hilarious, but then after like years of doing it and like going so often, I was like, this is kind of silly. Why am I doing this? But I always would take like a sad face, like selfie, like on our last, yep. whatever the last thing we were doing, yep. um, you know, last ride or, you know, the last swim or whatever. I'd always take a selfie. I was like making a sad face and I'd always post it on the social media, like, Oh, traditional sad face photo. And then like, I started getting comments, like, what are you going to be there in like two months? You know? And then I was like, <laughs> okay, maybe I should stop doing this. But in those early days that was like uh it was a funny thing. And I love looking at those photos because like sometimes like Emily just like, looks like she's about to cry. Like it's so yeah. it's so funny. Like I don't know if she's like doing really good acting or what.
0: Yeah, like you're acting. Um, she
1: was for real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, the traditional sad face photo is what I always called it. I kind of got away from that. Maybe I'll bring that back for our next trip, though, because it was kind of funny.
0: No, I agree. One of the things, too, is we'd leave. I'd always take park maps like if I knew it was my last day, say, at Epcot on the way out, I would get a park map because I would, you know, cause like you said, back in the day, you didn't get to, we didn't get to go quite as often. And yeah. the information wasn't as plentiful, like on Twitter, you know, right now I can see exactly what's going on. I can see a live stream. I guarantee I could find somebody live streaming from every park if I wanted to, you know, yeah. my connection when I first started going was I would take a park map home and I just read that thing till the print fell off, you
1: know, and that was yeah.
0: how I kind of used
1: to ever there. like, Speaking of like the traditional sad face photo, like say you were like had a six night trip or something, and like day one, day two, you're thinking like, oh yeah, like I got like four days left. Oh, I know where or you're going. Day this three, you got me. three this days left, and then yeah, yeah, once you hit like that breaking that tipping yeah, point, yeah. like then I was like sad the rest of the trip. Yes. Like I couldn't
0: even have fun. A hundred percent. And and here's the thing too, we talked about the psychology of all this like for, on Wednesday show, right? Because we talked about the, the yeah. pictures. I would start getting like not, I wouldn't like ever get mad at anybody, but you would see these people coming in. You know, it's the very beginning of their trip. Like you would get off the bus at pop center. Say you're like on day five of a six day trip, right? You know, you still have a good, 18 hours left on your vacation you should savor that you should still be just as excited as day one you should be having a blast yep. but i'd have a little sadness in my heart already that i'm going home in 18 hours yep. and i would see people coming in off of magical express with their bags they're looking around they don't know where they're going they're like oh we are rooms in the 70s yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> and i'm just like oh, oh yeah <laughs> i remember one time
1: like we were like getting to the monorail to like go to like epcot or magic and i can't remember which station we were at and we're walking up and we just missed it this is like our last day And it was just pulling out of the station. I just kind of like slammed the the like the gate. I'm like, dang it! I can't believe we missed that. Like, and I was like, Elizabeth, like if you wouldn't have been so slow, like doing blah. blah." It's just like Scott, just chill out. Another one's about to come. I'm like, I only have like 12 hours and 13 minutes left of this vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Like. I look back at that. like, man, I just need to chill out. And I did. Ch- I have chilled out since then, but like, I used to be like, so I can't believe you're like, like that. That's crazy. I can't believe yeah. that.
0: Okay. But That's like, cool. it was
1: real though, man. Like the, I was, I was always sad and like, it still is sad when the vacation comes to the end, but now like you got to look forward to what's coming next. Right. There's always, you got to just like start planning, think about the next thing and that always will change your, change your spirits. Right. Yeah,
0: You know, I, I finally realized like you can't let, you know, like the sadness, ru- like ruin that last 18 yeah. hours. Like that the last 18 hours could be the best 18 hours of the trip. It, it absolutely could, right? Yeah. yeah. But if you if you get that mindset, you're just, uh, you're setting yourself up for failure. Okay. Let's spin the wheel. Big bucks. Here we go. Let's see what happens. Come on. Don't give me the MMA uh, spot here. Let's see what we got. Spinning, 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 spinning. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Who in your family, so we you got you could either go with Elizabeth or Emily, yeah. are you most like on a Walt Disney World vacation? Okay, so I'll go wow. with this one first. So out of my three, Paige, Mallory, and Pam, I would say that I am most like Mallory. Mallory and I in the family are the most alike. Because well, in some ways we're alike, in some ways we're not, but at Walt Disney World, I think we are because she's the one that likes to really get stuff done, but she also likes to get back to the pool. Fo- like she likes to do things the way I do. She's excited to get there. Even it's, it's kind of died out the last year or two. Cause she's now, you know, 15, but especially when she was like up to like 13, she'd never minded getting up super early in the morning. Cause she wanted to beat the crowd she saw. And this is why we got along well. She saw Walt Disney World as a competition, right? She knew that if we got there early, we would beat all the other people to the big rides. And and really, I mean, that's if you think about it, I mean, it's kind of a bad way to think about it, but it is like there's going to be winners and there's going to be losers when it comes to getting on Splash Mountain. The winners are going to get on in five minutes. The losers are going to take 60. You know what I'm saying? Because they stopped and got a cinnamon roll. You know, I mean, it's, it's, you can't think about it that way, but like, we were like trying to win the game. And so we'd talk about the strategies as we went down. And so we would have that same mindset. And like when we, you know, like when we'd be in the front of a line, we'd high five each other. Like, yes, you know, it was worth it getting up an hour early and getting out there. And we still kind of do that. You know, we've gone down a couple of times lately, just her and I, or you know, she's been at cheer and we've gone to the park a couple days. You know, I tell her like, it is so worth it. You know, that we've gone here, you know, you've done this now for 10 years. I know you don't want to get up early, but it's so worth it. And we still kind of have that mindset and she knows it's worth it. So Paige doesn't care. Pam doesn't care. They're just like, whatever. And so we're not alike in that sense. But Mallory and I, I think we see it kind of as a competition. And it is. I mean, everything. You're you're competing for ADRs. You're, you are competing. You can't see it as like winners and losers. I shouldn't say it that way. But I mean, if you get on a ride in five minutes rather than 60, you're buying back 55 more minutes to do whatever you want later on in the day. So we enjoy kind of the gamification of the whole strategy process of a vacation. We take it like to the next level. So I, I say Mallory, what about you? I, I would agree just from my observations zone. Like if you would have said
1: Pam, I would have been like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> 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 I know Pam has a good time. Like whenever, whenever we're together down there, but I know like this would never be like her first like choice of like a Walt Disney World
0: vacation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mike, this one is so hard for me you know like, because like there's so many things that i'm like with both of them and i'm gonna take this from an interesting perspective where because elizabeth is like so laid back and like chill like sometimes me and emily are like complete opposites and elizabeth is always like that middle person and she's like she's good with whatever like i'm good with whatever emily wants to do i'm good with whatever scott wants to do but like me and emily have so many like certain things we want to do. That's why I feel like I'm more like Emily because of that. They might not always be the same things. Like I want to go swimming, but she just wants to sit in her room and read. That's but true. like we were very we're very passionate about the things we want to do. And then a lot of times we do sync up. Like I mean we, we love doing the run Disney races together. Like she's normally like my ride buddy when like because of the three of us, like we normally get split up a lot. Like if I had to if I if someone is counting how many attractions we've done, I think I've rode with Emily on more when it's been the three of us. So like, I feel like her and like get that the most. And it's just like, we, we you know, our vacations could be ruined by like the smallest things where Elizabeth is just so laid back. So I think that's where I would be more like Emily, but not necessarily for the same reasons. Does that kind of make sense? What I'm saying?
0: It does, but it's funny how we see each other's families because like I see Elizabeth, I, I see how you're saying she's laid back. But for example, when we were at Disneyland, like she was so efficient, like on top of everything because she was like our genie plus person, right? That's I mean, right immediately yeah. she would have our next genie plus scheduled. like we'd be. We- the line for Indiana Indiana Jones was so long, like seriously, like we checked in, we scanned in, we had our next attraction before we even got like inside the like cave part of the queue, like that's how fast we had our next one. <laughs> so I mean, she's laid back in in a sense where she goes with the flow of how the group wants to go, yeah. But she's also very on top of things. And very she's efficient. efficient she's like yeah. the yeah. she's the pleaser. She's like that. That's kind of how she is. Like she doesn't care what
1: we're doing, but if if there's certain people like that want to go on a bunch of rides and get all these like genie pluses, like she'll take the lead on that and like make sure that other people can get what they want. She doesn't necessarily want it, but she wants to make sure others get it. You know what I mean? She's like the ultimate mom, I guess when we're on vacation.
0: That's cool. It helped a lot at yeah. Disney. isn't it? All right, let's yeah. uh, let's spin the wheel here and see what we get. All right, here we go. This is a third topic. Here we go. Big bucks, big bucks. Let's see what we get. <laughs> no whammies, please. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's see. Here it comes. Ooh, this is a good one. What is one of your favorite memories at Walt Disney world? I mean, that is a very general one and you got millions of them to choose from. So you just get to share one here on a Friday. What do you got?
1: All right. So I don't know why this is the first thing that came to my mind, but uh, you know, one of my all time favorite restaurants at Walt Disney world is the California grill that sits atop the top of the contemporary and Mike, we had so many, so many meals there. Um, always tried to time it to wishes or happily ever after, whatever the fireworks show is. But I'll never forget this time when Emily was, I don't know, like seven or eight, maybe. We just finished up a great meal. We go out to the viewing deck, and it's wishes. And like, I think I'm holding her, so maybe she was a little bit younger because, like, I kind of stopped holding her at a certain age. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, fourteen, I mean, they grow, man. They get happy. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna hold you for a whole fireworks show. I remember like holding her though. So like, she was like. At like my height, and she just like sang the whole song, you know, like the "I wish I may, I wish I might," like oh, yes. and like in her sweet little voice, and like people are around just like watching her, like like they're loving her, like they're not even like watching the show, they're more like watching her like singing the song, like it, kind of like. Oh my god! How many times has this girl like seen this show, or whatever you know? Like, because she's not being like quiet about; it. she's being pretty like vocal and loud. Is she the like, kid just from the soundtrack,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And I'm just holding her like I love wishes, you know. I love my family. Like we're on vacation, and I just, I just lost it, like, like, like I just like it was one of those dad moments where I just started like crying, like because my child is singing wishes, <laughs> like, why, why, why am I crying over this, you know? But it just did something for me, and. That's why I, I will as great as happily ever after is or any other fireworks show. That's why and we talk about this with nostalgia, like wishes will always be number one for me. And it's because of that moment right there. That's a good one.
0: That, and, 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 yeah. I totally get it as a dad, you know, of, of girls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, And that show was emotional enough. Like, but when you had yep. daughters, it was, it was rough. Okay. Good, good story. I love that. Okay. Here's mine. And, involves you so my still one of my all-time favorite memories was dopey when we ran it you me and page and yeah. i mean because you know for me it was like the it was my favorite dopey of any of them because i got to do it with my best friend and my daughter and that was just i mean and the thing was the reason it was so cool is because this was not like a you know like a you know in a fireworks show it's something that lasts 12 minutes 15 minutes this was something that we talked about for, for a year and then, you know, we, I mean, none of us really trained a ton, but you know, we, we talked we about may it have a little year. bit I that year. Trained, I, don't I know. trained a little but Okay. So, but Paige didn't, but the thing is like, we got to have that experience over basically the course of over a week, because I think that was the year we were down for new year's too. Wasn't it? Or was that? Not yeah. New so year? We,
1: we were there for new year's. We stayed at the boardwalk. We it had was just like, epic adjoining rooms. Yeah. Like
0: we did, we did every meal together. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's, and that's kind of the beauty of like the the times we're living in now with like Google photos and Apple, how they'll send you, you know, this day five years ago or this day, you know, or they'll just say, you know, remember this time, you know, it, it could be July and it just all of a sudden randomly pops up, you know, pictures from dopey, just remember this day and it's not the same day, but it was just, it was so fun because we got to. We knew we were doing something hard and we knew that it was going to be hard on Sunday as far as like getting the marathon in, but we pretty much knew we were going to make it. But we had a good time dressing up like Buzz, Woody and Jesse and getting our pictures and just goofing. And I think and the, joy Saturday. It, it, yeah, and the joy of it too was, yeah, and the Saturday was the, the rain out where we made mm. it up and just, you know, unexpected. Everybody made the best of a bad situation, became my favorite half marathon ever at Walt Disney World, the unofficial one. But it was also that our families were there. Like Pam was there. She's not always there when I run. And Mallory was there. And we had a ton of friends there too. You know, the foresters were there. And it was just, it was the perfect run Disney weekend. And I think the thing is, Walt Disney World's great. And, you know, and like, like I was there this past week, you know, down for training and stuff, but I, and I go to the races a lot and I'm very blessed to do that, but I go solo and I'm lucky because I get to hang out with you and your family. I get adopted by you guys. But it's so much better when your entire family's with you. And then also with your like entire crew, which I consider my crew, like the foresters and Ricky and Brian and, you know, just Jocelyn and her, you know, we have an extended kind of just the crew and everybody was there that weekend. And it was just, it was, it was so, I don't think we could ever recreate it. I think it was just one of those things. It was just the perfect time, the perfect weekend. And I'll never forget it, man. That's a great one, Mike. Sorry I
1: didn't include you. I mean, like, there were so oh, many okay. memories. No, like, no, no. I have, I
0: could list off, like, 100 memories with you right now. But, yeah,
1: <laughs> I love that one. And, yeah, I love the way you worded that with the crew. And that, that was the perfect. It was, like, my first dopey. Like, we did the marathon the year before together. And just everything like outside of the race getting canceled, like everything like aligned perfectly like that weekend. But it even so that, good. like but, is,
0: is that was going to be yeah. a terrible thing. But in the end that turned out to be like something yeah. that we still talk about being a positive, Dude. you know, we talk about that all the time. We ran that
1: 13.1. I remember all of our watches were necessarily synced. Cause like you said, we're running until everyone's watch says 13.1. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So like mine's like 13.3 or something. Like it was just kind of funny. And then, us running around the studios in the rain and the rocky keeps
0: <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> That's such awesome. a great memory that's yeah. a great one mike thanks for sharing that oh one. man that was the best and here's the thing we're doing this show so hopefully you can play this with your family in the car you know and just hopefully you're using these prompts and we can do this again sometime and you know get some new prompts okay speaking of new prompts let's go to the next one here let's see uh let me Hit this and it hasn't had to hit a whammy yet. I've liked them d- all so far. Yeah, but there's one on here that talks about an MMA fighter, which uh, we'll have to skip that one. Sure. I don't who know do why that's want to get... on this wheel. I don't know. We could just say, here. Who do you not want to get in a fight with? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a Disney character. Uh, okay, here's a good one. Oh. What's a big favor you have done for a friend? How about a big favor that a friend has done for you? So this could be just a favor you've done for somebody at Walt Disney World, or have you ever had somebody do a favor for you. So I'll, I'll give you mine because it's my turn to go first. Now you can't really do this as much anymore, but it was, and I, I, I hate this because I think this was starting to really, really gain traction because like Twitter was becoming a thing right at the time that this was, it was the old fast pass swap, the, the hard like the paper yeah. fast pass thing. So back in the day for, for all the kids listening <laughs> before genie plus, there was a thing called fast And even before it was on your phone, it was a piece of paper. And what you would do is you would go around to, it wasn't every attraction. It was at first was just kind of the bigger attractions and you would have, he didn't have magic bands back then either. You had a card, your room key, you put your room key into this little machine and it would get spit out a piece of paper and tell you when to come back to ride your attraction with little to no weight, The kind of like GD plus. But what would happen is you could get these every two hours. And you could use them for the rest of the day. They had return times where you weren't supposed to use them after that, but they never enforced them until the very, very end. So we would go in the morning and just get them every two. I remember on my Nokia phone, <laughs> this was pre-iPhone, I would set an alarm, right? Because it would say, you could get another Fast Pass at, you know, 9.53. And so I'd set my phone for like 9.45. So I'd give myself like seven minutes to like start walking to whatever I want to go to next. So I'd be like right on it and I would you know we'd have five or six or seven stacked so that when we would take a midday break and then we came back in the evening man it was just like riding you just dished out those fast passes never waited in line had the best evenings ever watch fireworks and so forth and and the parade specter magic but um the thing was is that many times you know your, your plans would change and so you'd be sitting on like a stack of fast passes, but you are leaving the park, you decide, ah, oh, we're gonna go back and swim or we're going to go to another park. And so you'd be walking out of the park with these things and they're like golden tickets. Like I have space mountain fast passes. I have splash and you'd see people coming in and you know, by this time all the fast passes are gone. Right. Here's the game we played though. Cause back then it was only three of us. It was myself and Paige and Pam. And so we always th- said this thing, like, we don't want to give it to a family of four. Because then you're going to just start (laughs) You can't do that. Like, you can't just give this to a family of four because they're going to have to pick, like, what kid doesn't ride space, you know? So we'd always be kind of, like, study... On the way... No kidding, we'd do this every time. We'd study, like, and try to come up with, is that a family of three? Or is the... Like, is the dad just going to the bathroom? Or what? Like, do we think... Like, are we safe? Okay. And then you'd approach them. And the funniest thing was, sometimes people think, like, you're trying to sell them, like, a timeshare or something. Like, they would not take them. They would... I'm like... (laughs) No, seriously. All you got to do is go up and just hand them this. Well, well it, it was yours. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, my name's not on it. You can, Totally, you can ride Space Mountain right now. Like, you, the line's 90 minutes. Just walk in. Boom, you can... No, thank you. <laughs> like, okay. But I, I love that because a lot of times when you gave those to, to families, because we'd always try to give a family three... They would be so happy. And a lot of times it hit us, you know, like karma comes around and you would get something like that on the way in every once in a while. And it was just, yep. it was unexpected, but it was all, it was just guests, you know, putting pixie dust on other guests. And I just, I love that. And you can still do I it now, it. but I think with digital things it's a little bit harder.
1: Oh, it's so much harder now. And like, yeah, we've been gifted that before too. And it was, it was like, Oh man, we're hitting the jackpot here. That's so kind of those people to do and like how badly like just talking about this man i miss paper fast passes those things were so great but they were like they would make you so nervous too like you put them in your pocket you know and like what if you went on like splash mountain and they got wet or like destroyed or you know like you put them in your wallet and it falls out or something like you'd be like like man like you just you never wanted to lose those things like you said they were gold like you then you were always
0: nervous you were gonna lose them at least now like
1: being digital you can't really lose them which is the good thing
0: that's true all right. So what's something that you had happen or you've done for other guests? Yeah. So this is like a, a, a little bit of both. And this is like way back in the day, kind of like in our
1: early trips, right? Where you really weren't like your phone wasn't like necessarily the best camera. You really weren't taking selfies that much. But we would always try to see like a family that, you know, was taking a photo of like two like like the mom was taking a photo of like the two kids. And we were like, well, they should be in a photo together, you know? So we would often ask like, hey, can we take a photo of all of you? um because people really weren't trying to take a selfie like a point and shoot back in the day right so we we would always be on the lookout for that um one to be nice right it's a nice thing to do then sometimes they would offer the same thing back like (laughs) hey do you want a photo of you all (laughs) i'm like oh yeah actually we do (laughs) but um there's just something always fun about that like it's engaging and like it's a very small thing but like sometimes mom or dad is always behind the camera and we're never in the photo so like we always were like outgoing, like just seeking anyone taking a photo, and always asking, like, "Hey, can we take a photo of you? Do you want to just hop in there?" And everyone was like, "Oh, I'll be always so thankful." It's funny nowadays; like, you don't really like. No. We, we still offer, but like most people are like, "Oh no, we're good. we will just going to yeah. do a selfie." I That's kind of how it is now.
0: And I feel bad because a lot of times I am just taking a selfie because kind of just the style, of the picture I'm looking for, just kind of a random, you know, yep. uh, casual looking picture. But yeah, yeah, it is because sometimes I just want like
1: arch like our shoulders up you know yeah. like i don't i don't necessarily want like our legs in the photo or whatever you know what i mean because that's usually what happens when someone will take the photo and they might not do it the way i wanted. which is which is okay like it's nice that they're offering but that's always just like a fun thing to do and you can still do it today but it's just kind of like yours it's you're not seeing it as often well yeah. you definitely can't see yours anymore but like you're not seeing this as often because a like photo pass is great now too a lot of people have memory maker and then people just like taking selfies now
0: Bottom line is, we're old. <laughs> 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 yep. Things that you we do 10 years ago that you can't do today. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, okay, let's spin the wheel one last time for this, for this episode. We'll have to bring this back. I, I'm enjoying this. Okay, so let's see here. Let's bring the wheel back up here, and let's go no whammies. One last no time. No whammies. Here we go. Let's see what we get. Give me the big bucks. Yeah, don't give me the MMA question. Here we go. It is coming up on... Oh man, it's a great one. What is your favorite holiday at Walt Disney World? And right. boy, does
1: Walt Disney World celebrate the That's, holidays. That,
0: this one is made for this game. Again, we just added it yeah. at Walt Disney World for this. We could do cruise, yeah. line. we could do whatever, we could do this at Disneyland. So I think it's my turn to go for it. No, no, it's, your turn oh, it's to go my turn first. actually. So yeah. there's
1: two like major holidays, right? Yeah. And then that they celebrate, but there's others like. You celebrate like New Year's. You can celebrate like Fourth of July. I mean,
0: rock so is Groundhog Day this past uh, last week. You know, I heard Puck I mean, Yeah, did you can celebrate parade. celebrate Groundhog Day, the Scott Scott and
1: Elizabeth's uh, Day anniversary. Right. But I really, we might go on the same one year though, Mike. But like, it's Christmas for me. Like. Um, maybe a few years ago, I was at Halloween um, because I do love Halloween at the parks. I mean, every holiday is so great. I mean, this this is the best place to be for any holiday, I really think, because Walt Disney World, like, does it up. They know how to celebrate. But it's going to be Christmas for me because I'm a resort guy, and all the resorts do their own thing, right? Like, there's so many great uh, Christmas trees at the resorts. They're, they're themed to the season, and you got the parties. Like, you got Main Street USA all, like – You know, we always talk about, like, it's, like, that old town that is hard to find. You know, you got, like, the snope and everything. And Epcot, not only is Epcot doing Christmas, but they're doing, like, all the holidays around the world with, like, the storytellers and everything. Like, it's the whole, like, they encompass the whole holiday season. That's why Epcot's actually my favorite for the holidays because there's so much going on there. But every park is doing their own thing. Every resort, there's, like, special meals and dinners. They got the hard-ticket events. Like, it's just there's no place I'd rather be to celebrate Christmas I feel like than Walt Disney World and that's why it's got to be the best holiday for me
0: and I'm right with you I can't really say even much more than you said it is Christmas and the thing is I like Christmas for the nostalgia the more and more the older I get the more it's about nostalgia and it's you know I love seeing the scenes of like 50s vintage looking Christmas cards and movies and in that kind of look and really there's there's very few places where you can walk through that three-dimensionally. You know, like you said, like Main Street USA, you can walk through and you can see this older time period with Christmas music playing that you just love and that you know and that comforts your soul. Because we love these Christmas background loops. We listen to them all the time. Oh, yeah. So they're almost like old friends that come around every Thanksgiving and we listen to them again till about New Year's. And, you know, like you said, you see the fake snow and, you know, they even just the cast members in their costumes make everything more festive and the opportunity to have Christmas snacks as you're walking around. And there's a little bit more of a chill in the air in Florida and it's not so hot. It feels different. You get to bust out, you know, sweaters and stuff on your trip. And, you know, for one thing, it's darker a lot longer. So you get to really explore, you know, the lighting packages in the Magic Kingdom with all the Christmas decorations. It's just uh it's magical too, you know, because a lot of us watch this on Christmas morning, you know, and you make that connection like, Oh, I'm down there. I'm celebrating Christmas. But then on the actual holiday, if we're home, that kind of gives us that, that attachment to well, we're home on Christmas morning, but this is our favorite place. And we go back to having those discussions. Like remember when we were there last month and we were at the Christmas party or, you know, five years ago or whatever, but yeah. And you mentioned a great part about Epcot. It's, It's educational and, and, in and and entertainment at the same time, you know, it's kind of the, the, the mantra from when Epcot opened, but it it is, it's a trip around the world, but it's, it's just, it's not, it's, it's fun. It's fun, but you learn so much by the storytellers. People rave about that. Yep. And all, I mean, all the
1: holidays are great though. Like I've
0: been there for, I think I've been there for every like major
1: holiday, like 4th of July is fantastic. Like we even have one coming up, Mike, which is funny. Like I didn't know they even did anything like, Valentine's day. So we checked in like a day or two after Valentine's day, one year at like pop. And the girls were given like roses as we checked in. <laughs> like, nice. I was like, this is awesome. Like, like what the heck? Like they're, they're one up in me. I didn't have a rose for, for Elizabeth or Emily. Like, but like, <laughs> like, and then like, we've been there for Easter. Like we've seen the Easter parade. So like they do all these like one-off kind of fun things for the holidays. So I mean, it's never going to be like, always have to be like this big, you know, production, but Man, they just—they know how to do holidays right. But Christmas, I mean, i, I, I mean, it's hard. I don't be, know how I can say anything else. Right I Christmas
0: is so awesome. You've got all the trees and all the resorts, and uh, it, it's—it's it, just—it feels so good down there. Typically at Christmas time, rather than you know, July, it's super hot. Yeah, it's just. Uh, and again, for me, it's about the—it's about the nostalgia and the music, I, the, yeah. the background loops. It's amazing. So, well, hey, I think this was kind of a hit. I think we can do this again. Did you like it? I liked it. Yeah.
1: I, I like not having like, I mean, this is how all our shows are the listener questions. Like we don't know necessarily what we're going to talk no. about. And it, this one, we absolutely had no idea. Like, you know, we spin the wheel, like, and whatever comes up, we talk about, it. and it's kind of fun to get a more like authentic answer that way. So,
0: so I really enjoyed this mic. Maybe we'll bust us out on a Sunday night show while we have a caller on the air. And, yeah. Uh, we can add, well, we can put someone else on the spot. Yeah, Remember exactly. you're like six and 10 or whatever it was Five or and 10. And you know what? Yeah. We have a new mixer coming to the studio. And it, hopefully it'll be in place here in the next couple of weeks. And we're going to bust out five and 10 again. So be ready for that. We're going to play more games. We're making the show even more interactive because we have, we're, we're upgrading systems here in the BRGS guest podcast studios. So. Hopefully. Nice. Every time I say that, I get nervous that everything's going to crash, which usually happens nope. at first. You what know, what this means my, is like, I'm going to have to record like
1: an emergency pod because the day you're know. planning it, something's going to break. What, so I clear means my schedule
0: behind the scenes. What this means is Scott will be called. He'll be on the, he'll be on all the test calls with my dad as he's trying to connect everything for the 17th time. Yeah. Scott, can you hear my dad starts getting mad because nothing's working and I'm getting freaked out because I can't record the shows, but eventually we get it back. But it's always a hairy you know 12 hours yeah
1: but like in the real business world this is like doing like a big deployment over the weekend you gotta do user <laughs> acceptance testing
0: <laughs> is what this is it's ugly it's uh, i'm already sweating thinking about it but I, I, as soon as i ordered the thing yeah, I'm, I'm on, on call, call
1: that it. weekend you yeah know, sometimes please.
0: i might get a call at 2 30 in the morning you know we got an emergency something code's breaking <laughs> yeah when i ordered i'm like this is the perfect thing we need for the studio but as soon as i ordered it i was like Oh, this means we got to install this thing. (laughs) I started freaking out. Anyway, it's going to be great. So we're going to jump out of here. Let's get on with your super weekend. Have a good time. And as always, don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Agents are standing by right now to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the website, themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. It supports everything we do throughout the year. And a special thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. Thank you so much for supporting everything we do. Our patrons also get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. So if you'd like to support us and get that bonus show, come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Give Scott a follow on the social media at Ep E P S C O T Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Br Guest Mike in the same places. And again, no live show this Sunday night, but we'll be back again. Will we or will we be at Princess the next Sunday?
1: It'll be Presidents' Day weekend, which I don't think I'll be anywhere. So I don't we... think so
0: either. So we'll do one, and then we'll be going because we'll be out the
1: next yeah, one. That'll yeah. be three in a row. So I'll try not yeah, to. Yeah, so we'll anywhere.
0: try to make that happen. Yeah, we'll 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 be there, Presidents. I'll at least be there for sure, and you probably will be. So we'll we'll, we'll make that happen. All right, so. We are going to jump out of here and hope you have a great weekend. So, again, thanks for hanging out with us. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the Be our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.